day, good people. How are you? It is 8.10 a.m. this Sunday morning. I arise today with a spirit of gratefulness and gratitude. I've been up since about 6 a.m. doing some reading. T.D. Jakes has a great book called Crushing, which I am finishing up. I want to thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast. I also want to thank my sponsors. Thank you so very much. It is greatly appreciated. I want to get right into it. It's another day. And yesterday, there was another shooting. And they said five people dead, 21 injured in Odessa, Texas. It's getting to the point where, you know, people offering up their thoughts and prayers and things and I totally get you saying that. It's just time for something to be done. I'm not quite sure what it is going to take for this specific country to realize that there are some very, very deep issues that have not totally been resolved in this country and because of that there are many many people who feel very afraid that they are going to lose something therefore they want to take out certain types of people because they feel like they're going to lose something lose their privilege this goes way way back it's very deep and I believe on one podcast I actually went back to the history of all of this and where it all started and, you know, what we've adopted here and how this whole thing is just absolutely crazy. You know, there's no other way to say it. People are blatantly spewing hatred and then denying the fact that they have something to do with all of the madness that's going on. Most of the shooters that have been committing these atrocities because that's what they are their atrocities are young white men no other way to say it I've grown up as a black man young black boy young black man black man in this country I'm now about to be 46 years old I'm considered a threat the end when people see me even though I can be kind I can be very cautious I can be overly kind to them they still see me as a threat i can walk into my workplace which for many years have been broadway shows i've walked into a broadway show where my name is on a sign-in board and security asks me if i belong there as if i don't pay dues to the union like every other actor in new york city i'm profiled everywhere that i go I bought a Land Rover, which I worked for. The very first car that I bought was a Land Rover. And the reason I bought the car was because I chose to drive around the country. And when I did that, I was profiled in almost every state that I drove through. The reason I bought the car is because I wanted to be safe. I said, if I'm going to drive around the country through Utah, through Arizona, through Denver, I need to have something safe because 
is going to be winter, spring, summer, and fall. And I have this vehicle, and because the vehicle was a high-end vehicle, they see a young black man in the vehicle, they just assume that I'm a criminal. They're going to pull me over and question me about things when I've broken no laws at all. Just simply pull me over. Just simply profile me because I'm young and black and have an expensive vehicle. When, in fact, I didn't pay full price for the vehicle at all. I actually got a used vehicle and paid much less for it anyway. I say all that to say it's amazing how I can walk around from the age of 11. And from the age of 11, I've been profiled in this country. Not once, not twice, not three times, not a hundred times. People can't, but they, they would not believe the stories that I could tell them about racial profiling. And I'm always assumed the threat. I'm always assumed that I'm the aggressor. It's always assumed that I'm out to hurt someone or that I'm a drug dealer or a gangbanger. And it's just so old. It just, it just really, really breaks my heart. <clears throat> I hear stories of young black men who work on Wall Street and get harassed. You know, Barack Obama was our very first African-American president in the United States of America. And do you know people still called him the N-word when he was in the highest office in this country? Because people just demonize us. It's amazing. They tell us, go to school, get your education, become something in life. And you do that and people go, guess what? You're still nothing. Because you're black. Now, Kitty, I said all that just to say, I'm just so angry. Angry is the word that I'm using. And I'm not angry because of what's dealt. What's dealt is what's dealt. And I've been dealing with it. And it's fine. It's really fine. Like, I'm so used to it. I just, I just think it's a smack in the face when people whom are very, very intelligent people refuse to see that there is a pattern. And if young white men have this much anger, have this much hatred, have this much disdain for other people's lives that they decide they can go out and kill 20 people at one time, 50 people at one time, 100 people at one time, and nobody do anything about it to me is absurd. When are the men going to stand up? Where are the real men who are in office? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're taking money from all the big name companies and the NRA and everybody else. What are you doing? What if this is your family? What if your daughter or your son bought home an African-American or a Mexican or a Muslim or a Puerto Rican or somebody opposite of what you are? <clears throat> you would disown your family because they fell in love with someone other? And then what if that other was killed? What if they just happened to be out shopping somewhere? 
so sad. It hurts my spirit. It hurts my heart because I just don't know what we're going to do. As a people, I don't know what we're going to do. As lawmakers, I, I can't depend on the lawmakers because the lawmakers seem to literally take a blind eye. They seem to literally take a blind eye and go, our thoughts and prayers are with the family and the victims, but yet life goes on and we're not going to do anything about it. We're not going to enforce any type of gun legislation that's going to actually stop people from just being outright crazy and bananas going out doing whatever the heck they want to do without any regard for human life. It's so unbelievably crazy to me. Sometimes you can't even find big words to say because there's no other way to say it. It's just crazy. How is it that we are a civilized society, but we can't get along with our fellow man because we look different? Yet again, we all enter the world the same way through the womb of the female. We all exit this world the same way in a box. We take nothing with us when we go. Yeah, you're a billionaire. God bless you because you're a billionaire. But are you are you reaching back and doing the right things to help out your fellow man? What profit a man to gain this whole world but lose his soul? And people don't think that we're souls walking here, but we are. We are souls walking here. These are just temporary bodies that we have that we've been given while we're here on this time on the earth. Who has lived forever? Please tell me any man that is born of a woman whom has lived forever. You can't name one. It's just amazing to me. Dr. Miles Monroe, whom I really, really admire and adore, gentleman passed away. He said, we're being ruled by dead men, which is so very true. We're being governed and ruled by dead men. And their ideologies live on. And people sit back and act like it's nothing. It's nothing for every week there be a mass shooting. And people who are in the highest offices in this land do nothing. Except give back money to the big name people and the gun lobbies and everybody else. While people are suffering. Needlessly. A two-year-old girl was shot yesterday. A two-year-old girl was shot and had to be rushed to a pediatric facility somewhere because she was in critical condition. Two-year-old. Who does that? You have no regard? Look, if you don't love your life, if you don't like your life, take yourself out of here then. If it's that bad for you, take yourself out. Why take others out? That makes no sense to me. Why take others out of this world? You evil soul. There's no other way to say it. There's good and there's evil. And people try to say, oh, it's not a spiritual thing. It is a spiritual thing. This is a spiritual warfare that's going on. People are losing their minds. There is no other way to say it. We are losing our minds inundated with news, inundated with hatred, inundated with I'm better than you, inundated with I got more money than you. Who cares? What type of person are you? 
And nobody challenges that. Nobody says what's going on in your mind. In New York City, people walk past people all the time. Nobody says good morning. How are you today? You on the subway, you get on the subway, you put your head down, you put on your headphones, you make it to your destination, right? That's it. Barely speaking to people. Like it's just the wrong thing to do. And then we pass this on to generations. We pass it on to kids. We make it all right for them to spew hatred to one another. When my daughter was in kindergarten, she said, that she couldn't go to a little girl's house because the little girl told her her parents weren't weren't going to allow black people in their house so she could never come to her house and play. In kindergarten, that's a learned behavior. That's mind control. This is what I'm going to teach you. Hatred, we're not born with hatred. It is a learned behavior. And all these hateful people out here in the world need to get their minds right before it is way too late and we're all gone. And what are we leaving the next generation? What are we leaving them? I don't mean to get this upset. It's just in my heart and in my mind. I just cannot fathom why all of this is just being accepted. And other countries probably look at us and just laugh. I had the privilege of traveling to Australia, my very first show that I did. Nice people there. Aborigines get treated very, very badly. Yes, I did experience some racism when I was there, unfortunately, as a black man walking around Australia, which is just absolutely crazy to me. But I believe they had one mass shooting happen in Australia and legislation was passed and there's been no incident since. Yet we call ourselves the greatest in the world. What are we doing? We care more about the freaking Kardashians than we do about gun legislation? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all this other stuff, we're inundated with too much stuff. We got too much stuff. Too much. And people have too much access to get online and read hateful things. Somebody has to get control of it. Somebody has to get control of it. And somebody has to feed greatness into the young people. Somebody has to tell the young people that they matter. Somebody has to take control of the mind. All this hate for centuries, 1619. I'm just, you know, I've known about 1619. This is nothing new for me. And black people, you know, it's embarrassing to black people talk about they never heard of 1619. Like what, where are you from? How is it that you can be an African-American in this country and not know what 1619 means? What is wrong with you? 1776. And you only know 1776 because of Hamilton? When are we going to wake up? When are we going to wake up? It's so very sad. It's so frustrating. It's so very simple, yet we make it difficult. And this is why this is going to continue to occur over and over and over again. I thought when Sandy Hook happened, that was it. I said, this is it. It's going to happen. There's no way they're not going to have some gun legislation. And all these years later, here we are again, another mass shooting. After we just had two mass shootings. Now we have another one. And this one was just kind of random, right? Because it started in one place. The guy got upset, went to another place, stole a... 
a mail truck shot up some more people he didn't know, got angry, got upset, got in the car, and then they finally killed him. I'm just so hurt. My heart hurts. My mind hurts. My body hurts because I'm just so sick of it. All my, I, I got to tell you, most of my life I've experienced violence. And it's, it's, and it's always violence perpetrated against me. I don't think I've ever in my 46 years gone, I want to just go out and hurt somebody. I have all this anger inside of me. Let me just go out and purposely hurt somebody. That has never occurred to me in my brain, ever. Yet I remember being beat. I remember it. Because someone couldn't control their habit. I remember having guns drawn on me because people thought I had more than them so they wanted to take from me. I remember having pistols pointed directly at my head. I remember being pulled over by police officers, patted down and harassed, thrown up against the car. And I've done nothing. Bright light shined in my face in my neighborhood where I pay property taxes assaulting me, verbally assaulting me, telling me I'm nothing, telling me I'm not a man, working in the workplace, people making you feel like you don't belong in the workplace, constantly being assaulted, taking all this stuff, going into the workplace and still doing a great job on top of all the stuff that people throw on me. And I don't go out and freaking take it out on everybody. Why would I do that? So I run. So I work out. So I hit a punching bag. I start a podcast. I try to get the word out. Yeah, I have some anger and hurt in me. Yes, I do. I do. And I'm praying God can work all this stuff out and finally get it out of me. But I'm not purposely going out to hurt people. And I definitely don't want to hurt myself. I've got enough hurt from other people I'm not trying to hurt myself when I've already experienced major hurt from other people. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take myself out of this world. For as much hurt as I've experienced, God has also made a way for me to experience a lot of great things in my life. This is a mental, mental, mental warfare. This is a mind warfare. And people don't think they got to take care of their minds. We spend more money on cars on, you know, I, I watched Jay Leno's show, you know, and they've got all these exotic cars, $200,000, $300,000 for a car. And people won't pick up a $10 book and read it to better their mind. They say the average American reads one book a year. The average American reads one book a year. What are we doing to better our minds? We've got to take hold of our minds and better our minds and pass that on to the next generation. Pain is something that we're all going to experience in this life. I know that there is none of us that is ever going to escape this life without some type of pain. They use this phrase, they say, hurt people, hurt people. And I totally get it. That's in relationship. This boyfriend breaks up with you. He cheats on you. So you hurt the next person because of it. And what does that really do us? It doesn't do us any good. 
cycles have to stop. This is why I chose never to do drug and alcohol. I saw drug and alcohol in my life at an early age, and I decided for myself that I was not going to do that. I didn't even really think about my son or my daughter or even my grandkids at that point. But at some point, it has to stop. The cycle has to stop. If you have a cycle of alcoholism in your family and you see it as a human, you don't go, let me go and drink a whole lot of alcohol because my parents do it. That's dumb. If you see people are addicted to it, that means it's probably going to have a good chance that if you try it, you may also be addicted to it. It's like we've got to use our brains. I don't get it. I'm so very hurt. I'm so very tired. Yes, I'm grateful for this platform. I'm grateful for this podcast, but I'm just sick of the madness, sick of the crap. When are we going to get it together? You got people out here talking absolute nonsense. Not knocking anybody for having a, for having a podcast. Thank God people are trying to be entrepreneurs. But what are we saying? What are we saying? What are we getting out to the world? Are you saying anything of substance? Dr. Miles Monroe would talk about, are you fertilizer or are you rock? I've experienced plenty of rocks, plenty of people who want to stop me, plenty of rocks who are trying to stop my growth. And then I have people who come in and actually want to fertilize. And I'm, I'm greatly appreciative to those people. And we as humans forget that we've got to fertilize each other. We can't keep, you know, being rocked to one another. No, he got a $100,000 contract or he got an $80 million contract or blah, blah, blah. I need to do what I need to hold out. These NFL players and everybody else spoiled brats. It's like, dudes, get up, man. Get up, man. Stop complaining, dude. Millionaires walking around. Y'all got feuds for what? Pittsburgh Steelers, I love them to death. I know I'm getting off right now. I love the Pittsburgh Steelers, always will. But this crap between Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown and these dudes, I'm like, come on, man, grow up, dude. You got little kids looking at you when y'all beefing about something, when y'all winning. Y'all are winning. Y'all not losing in life. Y'all are winning. They are all winners. All of them are winners. Yes, there are NFL games. They are games. They are just that. They are games. But there's not one NFL player who was not a winner. None of those dudes got there without winning. There's no losers out there. Peyton Manning is not a loser. He will forever be a winner. Eli Manning is a winner. Despite him, you know, some of his skills deteriorating, he's still a winner. Walter Peyton was a winner. Serena Williams is a winner, regardless of everything that's thrown at her. She's always going to be a winner. Venus Williams will always be a winner. Harriet Tubman was a winner. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was a winner, period. Barack Obama, winner, will always be a winner. John F. Kennedy, winner, winner. All of them winners, all of them. Despite all this stuff, despite all the negativity that came toward them, they are all winners. They will always be known in history as winners. All of them. All of them. There's no way you're going to be a successful person in this world and not have some pain and get through it and, and be a winner. Yeah, you'll have some little ups and downs and some hiccups along the way. We got to fight through it and be mentally tough, people. Come on. 
It talked about 1619. If many people would really, really stop just going, oh, you guys are complaining about slavery. It happened, it's over. No, no, no. Every person who calls themselves American should know about 1619. People tell black people to go back to where you came from. How can I go back to where I came from? I don't even know where I came from. I don't know where I came from. And then if I really want to know, I got to pay for it. I got to pay to know my history. I got to pay to know where I come from. I got to put my saliva on a swab, send it to a company, and they then research what part of Africa I'm from. So you telling me to go back to where I'm from makes no freaking sense because your people bought my people over here. So if you want to know, like, tell me to go back to where I'm from, why don't you find out where I'm from? Why don't you take the time to do that? You research it, find out where every African-American is from. Since you hate us so much, since you don't want us here. It's amazing to me, man. It's amazing to me. When are the men going to stand up? Yeah, men, women and children. I, it's just it's just so hurtful. Getting back to 1619, everybody should know about 1619. Everybody should know about the pains and the history of what happened to a specific group of people who were enslaved. We were not born slaves. We were enslaved. No other way to say it. And this goes back to Caesar. And Caesar is not one specific person. Again, Caesar was 14. There were 14 different Caesars, 14 of them. And they all thought the same thought ideology they all had the same thought all had the same ideology and it lived on and it lives on and when the romans came and they conquered them they then took on the greek way of thinking their ideology and their philosophy and that spread around this world open up your ears and your eyes people read a book 1619 happened and it goes way back even before then they said, if you don't look this way, if you don't have white skin, blonde hair, blue eyes, straight hair, pointy nose and thin lips, you're not a leader. You are a leader, excuse me. If you were born opposite of that, they said you're not a leader. They said that the gods destined that anybody who looked like what I described, which was white skin, thin hair, pointy nose, thin lips, that they were pointed Regardless, they were appointed leaders, those who were supposed to be in control. And everyone who didn't look like that was supposed to be a slave, a servant, the end. And this is what has happened around the world. And this is why they think African-American people were meant to be slaves. None of my ancestors were slaves. They were enslaved. Get it right. If you're going to talk about it, get it right and know what you're talking about. Sixteen nineteen was huge, and it goes up till now four hundred years. Four hundred years of a specific people being told you're nothing, you're dirt, and all of those people rising above it. Unbelievable. You're talking about people who should have been going out doing things. They were doing nothing. They were just trying to live. And then when they were trying to live, when they were trying to pull themselves up by the bootstrap, what would happen? White men would come and burn it all down. They would say, oh, wait, 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 wait. You're getting too much now. You're getting too much. You're getting a little bit too smart. You're reading too many books. Now I'm going to take it away from you because you learn too much now. 
So then Black Wall Street happens and you burn down everything when you told us to go out and build. And that's what they did. And then somebody lies and says, well, this black man did this to this white woman. And then you decide to get a big old group of people together and go and burn down all the stuff that they built when you told them to pick themselves up by the bootstraps and go out and make something of themselves. And that's what they do. They succeed. So they don't need to go to your farms and buy stuff. They don't need to go to you. They, they, they created it all themselves because you told them to. You said you wanted separate. So they said, okay, we're smart. You told us we're not, but we are. You used to kill us for reading books. So we do all this stuff. We do everything that you say. And you still come back and burn everything down. You're upset. You're angry. Yet my people rise above it all, all the time, all the time. My wife just told me about an incident. My family's in Hawaii. I happen to be here. My wife just told me about a profiling incident in Hawaii. They're on vacation. And she's being profiled in a store when she is giving the community in Hawaii money. And she's being profiled. Come on. Come on, man. We don't need to steal nothing from nobody. We work hard. You think we want to go to Hawaii to steal something? How dumb are you? How dumb are you? We don't have to steal anything. We are proud people. We work hard for everything that we get. No one has handed us anything. And we keep fighting through it year after year, day after day, hour after hour, fighting through pain, having to put on armor just to go out to go to the store because you don't know what you're going to encounter. I was recovering from back from a back injury and I happened to be able to go out to run and I was running to my local park which is not even a mile away from where I live now I'm coming back I'm thinking nothing of it I have on black shorts and a black t-shirt and I'm sweaty and I'm running back and a police officer actually follows me down the street that I actually live on and at this moment, I could have turned and said many things, but this day, for some reason, I chose to keep my mouth shut. I just didn't feel like fighting. So I let him follow me. Now, how embarrassing is it for my neighbors to see a police car following me down the street where the neighbors know I live here? And yet a police officer is following me down the street where I live, where I pay property taxes. And I go to my door and then they decide to pull off. I didn't even feel like fighting that day. It wasn't worth it. I'm like, I live here. Like, what are you doing? So if my son is out running in the neighborhood when he's my age, you're going to follow him as if he doesn't belong in the neighborhood? When there are plenty of black people that live in South Orange, New Jersey? It's just, it's just so, so very frustrating. Yes, I'm getting it out. Yes, I'm venting. I'm not asking for your empathy. And many of you probably won't listen to this podcast, and that's fine. But somebody has to say it, man. This is absolute madness. I don't want it to be me. I don't want it to be you. I don't want it to be your loved one who just happens to be out enjoying life. And some person who doesn't think we belong here decides to take us out. <laughs> because they're so angry. Because they haven't worked out in their mind that other people actually matter. Because someone fed some garbage to them, they believe the garbage, 
and they go out and take it out on innocent people. It's time to shut the TVs off. It's time to stop making these cable countries, couple companies rich. It's time to shut it down. The cable's too expensive anyway. It's time to shut it down, man. It's time to shut it down. It's time to get off social media. It's time to get off. What is it doing? Some of these kids are going out and doing stuff because they're being bullied online. They're being cyber bullied. They're being defriended. And when someone unfriends them on Facebook, they get upset. Come on, what are we doing? Turn it all off. I just happened to finish my book. I'm thankful, I'm grateful. The process of writing a book. But I knew I couldn't have distractions writing a book. So I turned it all off. I turned every app off that I had. I'm not missing it. Occasionally I turn on the TV. Yesterday I happened to want to watch a football game. And when I happen to turn to CNN, what do I see? Mass shooting. People sending alerts out. Don't go to Walmart because there's going to be copy, cop, copycat shooters at Walmarts. So nobody go to Walmart. Knowing is back to school time. What is wrong with people? We've gotten away from foundation. And there's so many people who don't like religion or they don't like spirituality and they're agnostic or they're atheist or they don't but we've got to believe in something because there is a greater force that is taking over this country you got to believe in something you got to stand up for something man you got to stand up for something because this is absolutely ridiculous Time after time after time. Vegas. You think after Vegas something would have happened. Nothing happened after Vegas. Nothing happened. Except more shootings. Columbine happened. You think after Columbine. Eh. They'll change it. Nothing happened. Yet as a black man in this country, I could walk down the streets of New York City and just be profiled for no reason. Just going to an audition, I get pulled over. Just going to a voiceover, a voiceover audition, I get pulled over. Because I'm suspicious. Because I fit the description. I'm just so tired of it. I'm not going to let it take me out of here. I'm going to keep trying to fight and do what I can to encourage, encourage other people to stay in the fight and not give up. I understand that the Second Amendment is the Second Amendment. I get it. And again, we're ruled by dead men. We're governed by dead men. As if things don't change and they don't evolve as if we live in the time when all of these things were written. Got some very smart people out here making really, really dumb choices. No other way to say it. You let a person who's in office get up and say crazy things and not hold that person responsible. And it's okay that people can listen to it and go out and just say, you don't matter, you're out of here. Because this person said it's okay. 
I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to do. What is it going to take? And then you thought it would have ended when all the senators were assaulted. I think that happened in D.C., right? Where someone took out a pistol and tried to, like, it was a bunch of senators playing a baseball game or something. I mean... I can go on and on. I feel like it's a broken record at this point. Because it is. So very sad. Marvin Gaye had a song out called Save the Children. It's kind of like even with the gangs, you know? When innocent children are caught in the crossfire and these idiots fire bullets into a home and it's the wrong home and a nine-year-old girl winds up getting shot or a three-year-old girl winds up getting shot. It's ignorance, just pure ignorance. The song is called Save the Children, and it's by Marvin Gaye. There'll come a time when the world won't be singing. Flowers won't grow, the bells won't be ringing. Who really cares who is willing to try to save a world that is destined to die? He said, when I look at the world, it fills me with sorrow. Children today, they're really going to suffer tomorrow. Oh, what a shame. Oh, what a sad way to live. But who is to blame when we can't stop living? Why don't we live life for the children? Why don't we try to save the babies? Save the babies. Save the children. If not for anybody else, good people, let's do it for the next generation. We owe it to them. They deserve to have a life. That two-year-old girl who was shot, what type of life is she going to have now? And to all those innocent victims, five dead. He said seven had had surgery and were critical condition. And for what? We need to shut off these TVs. We need to shut off the radios. We need to get in some books. We need to talk to people. We need to get into into some counseling if need be. The people need to get back into church and they need to pray. No other way to say it. This is a spiritual thing that's going on and it's for control of the mind and people don't realize it because some people don't think it's real. This is pure evil. It's pure evil, and it has been for centuries. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? This podcast today happened to be one that was not my normal. I'm not going to apologize for that. I hope that it stirs your soul a little bit. 
I hope that it challenges your mind a little bit. And wants to help you to take action. We are all humans. We are all humans on this earth. We are all equal. No matter what you tell me, I'm equal to you. I am five foot eleven. I am African American. I am just as worthy to be here as any other person. I am born of a woman just like you are. My skill set is a little different than your skill set, but it doesn't mean I'm less than. It doesn't mean I'm unworthy. We need to tell our children that they are worthy. We need to tell our young people that they are worthy. We need to tell our young people, yeah, they didn't get into Yale or Princeton or USC, that they're still worthy. They can go to a community college, still get a great education and be worthy. We've got to switch this thing around and help encourage their minds so they don't fall prey to the negative thought that comes We've got to do that. It's our responsibility to feed greatness into the next generation. And somehow try to help the generation that's now. This 20 to 30 year old white male. I don't know. What we're going to do. Because this, these are the young men who are going out and, and, and really doing all these atrocities. White young men between 20 and 30. What is going on? They need help. They don't need guns. They don't need more gun shows. They need help. We have the resources to be able to help them if they need it. We need to teach love in some way. Stop this I, I, I. Look at me. My name is on every building in, in the country. Like, who cares? What type of person are you, dude? What type of person are you? Think about your grandkids and your great-grandkids and your family legacy name. Just don't think about you in this moment. It's not about you. So very heartbroken. So very sad. I wish the men would stand up. I'll talk to you a little later. Mm-hmm.